In Vietnam, the US Embassy has been warned its electricity is about to be cut off. In Russia, diplomats have taken out a bank loan to pay locally hired embassy staff. In Cairo, US officials working for the Voice of America say they ran out of money two weeks ago. In Cuba, the man who delivers water to US diplomats says he won't be calling again until they clear their debts. Worldwide, U.S. ambassadors have been told that all diplomatic entertaining is out. And here in Washington, President Clinton is furious about the government shutdown and the way it's taking its toll on American foreign policy. The Secretary of State reports that this shutdown is adversely affecting the national security of the country. We are running the risk of not being able to maintain our diplomacy abroad. And this shutdown, frankly, is injuring the reputation of the United States around the world. People wonder what is going on. What is going on is that the president and his Republican rivals in Congress can't agree a formula for getting the government reopen, nor even agree who caused the shutdown in the first place. The president insists the Republicans are to blame, saying their refusal to compromise over public spending cuts forced 250,000 U.S. civil servants to be temporarily laid off. It's time to stop holding the federal workers hostage in this process. As the Secretary of State says, this is not how a great country behaves. And as I have said for months and months, and every day since this shutdown occurred, this is not how to balance the budget. It is not influencing our talks. We ought to reopen the government. But the Republicans deny that they're responsible for a shutdown that, by the end of the week, will leave 600,000 American pensioners without their meals on wheels, has already left 200,000 Americans waiting for passports, and now threatens the livelihood of those foreign nationals working for the U.S. government without pay, like the 380 Britons employed at the U.S. Embassy in London. Republican Congressman Bob Franks from New Jersey says President Clinton could end the standoff by agreeing to balance America's books. He has, in a sense, broken his word of working with the Republicans in the Congress to help fashion the first balanced budget in 27 years. It's beginning to sound like the school kid who comes home from school and then goes back to school the next day without his homework assignment, and the teacher asks him why, and every day there's a new excuse as to why the homework is late. Increasing pressure is now being brought to bear on both President Clinton and the Republicans by those workers who have been laid off and those who are being expected to work without pay. Their union representatives are taking the government to court and one of them, John Sturdivant, says the patience of civil servants is wearing thin. We're going to turn up the heat and we're going to get ugly. We're not going to do anything unlawful, but I can tell you that you deprive people of their livelihoods, you deprive them of the opportunity to take care of their family, and they are going to get ugly. Meanwhile, the casualties of the government shutdown continue to pile up. The Brazilian football team won't be taking part in a tournament in Los Angeles next week. Most of the 20 players couldn't get visas. And a reenactment of the 1815 Battle of New Orleans, in which the British were humiliated by American forces, was also cancelled. There's no money to pay for it because of the modern-day battle between Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill.